Welcome to the inaugural Clemson Podcast. This is Nick. This is Ben. And we are here with our couple of other friends uh, with a series of recordings from a group of Clemson alumni here to talk Tiger sports. Mostly football, though. Uh, generally, when we're going to be here podcasting and recording, uh, we're not going to be coming at this as, you know, some homers or irrational fans. You won't hear a bunch of on-air coot bashing, if you will. Uh, really, we're here to, to converse uh, with fans like us, enthusiasts of Clemson Athletics, uh, trying to you know understand what's going on with our favorite football team, um, and really um, understand you know in the <laughs> ecosystem of collegiate athletics where Clemson falls in. Think of it like the conversations you might be having at a tailgate. Uh, instead of you know talking about Clemson football and your opinion over six or seven hours, we're hoping to fit this into a nice tidy thirty-minute window. Uh, but really, uh, want to give y'all a little taste of uh, who we are, where we're, where we're coming from with our uh, devotion to Clemson. Um, and for me personally, following Clemson sports has really kept me connected to the school and to my alma mater, um, especially since moving to the West Coast. Um, all four of us here have moved out to the Bay Area from Clemson. Um, we've really um, found sports as a good connector um, to our fellow alumni and to our school. Um, yeah, Nick, you know, we've had a lot of resources online um, here to help us keep up uh, with Clemson Tiger Athletics, you know, stuff that we didn't have in the past, um, you know, just, you know, stuff on the internet, uh, more forums popping up here and there, you know, we have a greater connection uh, to watching online sports, whether it be ESPN3 um, or other ways of doing that, and just, you know, in general, the emergence of uh, Clemson football, particularly in the recent years, um, has just given us, um, you know, broader exposure and just more national exposure that's really allowed us out here on the West Coast to really get just as much Clemson information and uh, Clemson coverage um, as if we were back on the East Coast. Um, so that's that's really been great. Um, you know, it feels like we're just as connected as ever. Excellent. Um, ben, what, what resources do you generally follow online to keep up with Clemson sports specifically? Um, well, I, you know, visit certain websites I'm sure most people are aware of. Um, you know, Tiger Net, Net is a big, uh, um, you know, site that I go to among some others. Um, I know everybody has their own opinion on which is the best one to go to. Um, you know, apart from that, you know, general coverage by your major sports broadcasting sites like ESPN. Um, but then other than that, you know, just staying up on the games. You know, I can watch most, um, every football game is on uh TV in you know one manner or the other. Um, basketball games able to watch online. Um, yep. Baseball games don't get to see a lot of coverage, but um, you know I keep up with them online. Probably helps when uh, they make visits to Omaha too. Keeping up with them. Uh, yeah, that doesn't hurt. I was actually out in Kansas the last time we were there, um, and so I got to drive up to Omaha and uh, uh, watch some uh, great games and watch some not so great games. Um, <laughs> um, and I hate to say we've. Uh, gone in the wrong direction since then. <laughs> we will definitely get into that soon enough here. Um, I find, for me personally, I'm, I'm probably more of a Twitter follower when it comes to keeping up with Clemson updates on the sports front. Um, also, clue into some of the SB Nation um, materials out there, Shaking the Southland in particular, uh, but also keeping up generally with um, other schools, you know, our opponents and other ACC schools, certainly South Carolina, um, paying attention to what they're up to. Um, has really been made a lot easier with advent of the, of the web and um, keeping up with who we're going to be matching up against um, is great. 
um, including, you know, for recruiting. I think we're in, in the season now, we're coming into the spring where um, recruiting not only is signing day been somewhat recently, uh, but we are looking ahead to the new year, new football season, and figuring out, you know, where we're going to fill gaps um, on both sides of the football. So um, definitely, you know, the web's been useful there. Uh, knowing that we are kind of in the spring, certainly we've got plenty of time to talk about football, but um, might want to touch, touch really quickly on basketball. Um, so just this past weekend was the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. Uh, Clemson was not represented this year, unfortunately. Um, hope to get back there soon, but um, our compatriots in the ACC turned in a pretty impressive performance. Uh, they went 11-1 and in their first uh, two rounds of matchups. Um, did you happen to watch any of those games, Ben? Um, yeah, I watched uh, several games over the weekend. And first, I'd like to say that um, you know I did really think that uh, the Big Twelve was one of the conferences that was very much uh, overrated going into this tournament. You know, they have less teams; they got the same amount of bids um, hmm. as the ACC did. Um, and then overall, I'm just really happy to say that I was finally right for once in uh, complaining about another conference uh, being overrated. <laughs> That's right. Um, so it seem, does seem like, honestly, the, the Big 12, what, they, they had one team escape the first round? Is that right? Um, yeah, I or believe. The first two uh, rounds? Well, no, Oklahoma and West Virginia, so there's two. There so Oklahoma and West Virginia survived the weekend. Um, I doubt West Virginia survives their next game against Kentucky. Um, we'll see what Oklahoma is able to do. That's right. They match up against Michigan State, I believe, um, this coming Thursday. Uh, so... Maybe back to the ACC, um, sort of a historical performance in their first two rounds of games in the tournament. Um, just looking at some numbers, they went 11-1, and one, um, which sets them up to compete or vie for uh, the same mark put, up, put forward by the, the former Big East, we can call it, um, since they've, they've uh, seeded some teams over the recent years. Uh, back in the 2009 tournament, looks like they had 24 game appearances in the conference. Um, so the ACC, with 12 thus far, is about halfway there. Normally not a number you, you, you hear about or care about going into the tournament, but um, in terms of a conference putting up a good showing, clearly that's kind of a high watermark is the number of total appearances your conference can put forward. Um, so for the ACC to, to sort of get there um, with their remaining schools, and we can talk, talk in a minute here about who we think you know, is going to contest for the championship, but um, looks like they might need to get probably about four of the remaining five teams into the Elite Eight past this next competition in the Sweet 16, um, and possibly two into the Final Four to, to have a crack at that 24-game uh, record at the moment. Um, in terms of performances over the weekend, Ben, from the ACC schools, um, was there any, anything that was surprising to you? Maybe a team that you didn't expect to make it this far into the, into the Sweet 16 uh, coming out of any of the ACC matchups? Well, I guess the first thing I'll say is touching back on what you just talked about is, is the way the NCAA is now distributing the money from uh, these teams winning the tournaments. It, uh, you know, it, it really benefits uh, Clemson, even though we're not there, by the amount of money that uh, uh, the ACC will get that they distribute uh, between their teams. So even though we're not there, it is quite beneficial to see the ACC doing so well. Um, mm -hmm. I know we all cringe at the uh, thinking that uh, we would be towing the uh, the ACC line and chanting ACC. Conference um, pride. Yeah, conference pride, much uh, like uh, our friends of the South tend to do in football. Um, but, you know, it is something we do have to acknowledge. You know, if we want our basketball program to become anything, you know, we need to, to, to have the funds and, uh, and have everything else everybody else has to get there. 
Um, that being said, um, I think over the weekend there was uh, several strong performances. Um, you know, a few performances that were probably mediocre, and then you know maybe some seedings uh, that were unfair. Um, you know, I think overall Duke uh, probably had a really uh, strong performance, uh, beating uh, Robert Morris and then San Diego State. Um, and then uh, surprise, what may have been a surprise team to many, but uh, maybe not so much to me. Um, is NC State's win over Villanova. You know, Villanova doesn't have an extremely tough schedule, I don't think, uh, because of the conference they're in. Um, not as battle-tested, maybe, as uh, NC State is in the ACC, hmm. um, which is really turning out uh, to look like a much tougher conference, especially the, the way that the Big 12 has kind of gone down here. I feel like that's also maybe how, if you look at the ACC's performance to date, um, sort of the promise of really becoming the marquee basketball conference nationally when we did bring in teams like Syracuse, Louisville, and Pitt. Um, you know, we maybe didn't expect that with some of the regular season finishes from those aforementioned schools, uh, but really in the tournament that is starting to bear out a bit with more some of the more middle class of the ACC kind of outperforming. Um, certainly you saw Notre Dame take the conference championship, um, and they've, they've definitely advanced and taken care of business against the likes of... Uh, Butler most recently, their in-state rivals. Um, but yeah, certainly I think we're starting to be pretty pleased um, from an ACC uh, standpoint on the national stage. Um, maybe taking this back to Clemson for a moment, um, with sort of some of the national exposure our direct conference rivals might be seeing, do you have an opinion on how this might be impacting our ability to recruit maybe outside the borders of South Carolina? Um, well, as I mentioned uh, about the money um, shared that we'll be getting from the ACC's success, it's always it's always good to get those funds to improve your facilities, to you know better your draw. We've seen how that's uh, panned out in football. Mm. Um, you know, we need to become a school where it's not just one coach or one style of play that that maybe draws players in and makes you successful. As uh, when OP was here. But, you know, to have a guy like Brad Brownell who can set a basis for the program and have us some consistency, I know things didn't go as well this year as everybody would have liked, but to turn around and, and see the facilities and the updates to Little John uh, that we're going to be having, we know the facilities really draw in recruits, and we're battling against, you know, in our conference, some of the most historically uh, prominent uh, basketball schools. And... You know, I think we all know that um, our expectations are not to be the top four in the conference every mm. year. That's that's just not what we can reasonably expect at this point. But what we have been doing the past several years is we've 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 been picked to finish you know, near last um, at the beginning of the season by the sports writers in the ACC, and and here we are finishing in the middle, upper middle part of the conference. And I think that's a great accomplishment, considering. Um, you know, what's expected of us, what facilities we have, and just where we are, you know, from our history as a basketball program. Well said, and I think you could argue, you know, um, while we may have it difficult from a recruiting standpoint against our peers, uh, you certainly would think that NC State has it tough as well, just based on where they're situated. And I think they've been able to sort of continue to overachieve um, being picked. You know, I think they were picked um, something, you know, definitely north of 10th um, in the league this year. Uh, their coach definitely made a point of that um, after their recent victories. So um, not necessarily picking NC State as a template or a program to follow, but 
um, certainly we should have our sights set on at least achieving what they have um, in recent recent years. Yeah, and uh, you know the thing is, uh, and this point has been made, you know, unlike some of these other or most of these other ACC schools, we're a football first school. And you don't see a lot of uh, teams uh, in the NCAA or basketball that have a you know uh, highly regarded basketball program. They're also a major football school. Mm-hmm. Um, you have most of the teams in the ACC that aren't strong. You know, Florida had their years. Uh, uh, of course, Kentucky as good as they are, they are this year, but they're they're they may think themselves equally a football school perhaps, but they have they don't have the success to to match that. So. You know, we're a football school first, and um, we, we see that uh, playing out and uh, our performance on the field of football, um, but we're also right to want a, a respectable basketball program, and I, I, I think we'll get there. Um, mm. It's just a matter of time. It's a matter of patience, um, and we have to do things right. Um, again, we're not going to um, have the school uh, with the coaches, the coach itself that draws the players. We're going to have to build it the same way we did in football. Um, it's a family atmosphere at Clemson. It's uh, about the place itself. It's about our facilities, the family atmosphere. It's a lot of things that go into it. And when you get that mix just right, as you've seen it happen in football, I think it can happen in basketball as well. Definitely. Uh, well, with that, I think we're going to conclude our inaugural podcast. Thanks to all for listening. Stay tuned for more updates as we proceed in the spring. Uh, Certainly get into football recruiting here. Looking ahead to the orange and white game uh, taking place on Saturday, April 12th. Uh, Until next time, go Tigers. Go Tigers.